Have you ever wondered what will happen to your NFTs and crypto when you die? Well, if you don't have a plan in place, chances are they'll be lost. As more assets become digitalized and decentralized, it has never been more important to have a comprehensive plan ready for when you do finally kick the bucket. Today we explore what estate planning looks like in our modern world of NFTs and crypto, alongside a more conventional look at estate planning. To do this, we are joined by Narelle Dunn, Marketing Director at Gentrio, a company that strives to make estate planning more accessible to everyone. In this episode, Dunn shares why everyone over the age of 80 should have a plan set up in order to have a healthcare proxy in place, alongside why pet owners should consider making a plan to ensure their pets are safely taken care of after death. We also discuss Gentrio's digital vault with bank level encryption where digital assets are stored. And finally, Dunn shares a personal example of when both her grandmothers passed away in 2020 and how each experience was incredibly different due to the level of preparation. Now, if you like this episode, some other episodes you should check out are Bitcoin FOMO, how our psychology drives the price of Bitcoin, how online casinos bet on addicts through psychological ploys, and who owns the rights to AI's new artistic talents. Disclosure, this episode contains a client and a Spacio portfolio company. Hi, my name is Narelle Doan, and I'm Gentrio's Director of Marketing and Communications. Gentrio is a next-generation online estate planning company that helps users create all of their documents, such as a will or power of attorney, but we go much further to support people throughout their lives with features like the digital vault and memorial videos for loved ones. Awesome. And now I think what you're doing sounds really cool in the sense that uh, it it just seems so versatile. You cover so many bases, um, which obviously is necessary because there's so many things you want to think about when when it comes to this sort of planning. (laughs) I'd love to know, like, how did the company begin? Sure. So uh, Gentry was founded back in 2018 by two sisters. It's Renee and Julie Fry. And they started the company after they helped their parents do estate planning and they did it with an attorney. And at that point, and as is traditionally the case with attorneys, it cost about uh, $10,000. And Renee and Julie noticed that the attorney was kind of using template documents and of course, customizing them to their parents' needs. But they thought that, you know, $10,000 for kind of template standard documents just didn't make sense and wasn't something that was accessible or affordable for everyday Americans. I mean, a lot of us don't have just $10,000 sitting around that we can kind of put into that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. even though estate planning is something that we all need. Mm -hmm. Um, So they wanted to create something that was more affordable. And uh, they co-founded Gentrio with a seasoned estate planning attorney to formulate all the state-specific documents that we offer. And then they also work with a uh, chief technology architect to build the app that we're working with. I completely agree. That seems like a ridiculous price for essentially what is a (laughs) template. So it's fantastic you're making this more accessible for more Americans. Now, I do want to clarify before we go on. (laughs) Obviously, our listenership is largely American. But for those listening outside of the U.S., can anyone in the world use um, Gentrio or is it only in the U.S. at the moment? Yeah, so I mean, because it's a website, it's an app, it's something that you can use worldwide, but our documents only apply to U.S. residents at this point. So if you live in another country, but you have assets here in the U.S., you would totally want to use Gentrio to protect those assets here in the U.S., but you would also need to have documents in other countries uh, where you have assets or where you live as well. Fantastic. Now, I do want to get into the technical side of things, but I think maybe it's just like come to my mind that perhaps we should 
get to the very basic question of like what is estate planning like what does it yeah. cover and it's um yeah and it's like original form and and it's more advanced forms totally so um estate planning is essentially the process of putting together legal documents that protect your assets and your wishes so people most commonly hear estate planning and they either don't know what it is or they immediately think about a last will and testament which is the most common and kind of central primary document of an estate plan um, and that's the document that dis dictates where your assets go after you pass away and who cares for your minor children if they are younger than 18 when you pass away um, and also you can put in provisions for who cares for your pets after you die, all of those sorts of things. So it's primarily the assets and then the uh, dependent loved ones that you have um, and what happens to them and who cares for them after you pass away. But there are some other documents that um, come into play through, during your life. And those are documents like a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy, which is also known as a power of attorney for healthcare in some states. And those documents uh, are basically to protect either your finances, paying your bills if you become incapacitated in the case of a power of attorney for finances, or in the case of a power of attorney for healthcare or healthcare proxy, that's determining who's gonna make decisions for you if you're incapacitated, you get in a car accident, you're in a coma, and you can't make decisions about life-sustaining treatments, those sorts of things, um, you would want a healthcare proxy. And those are two documents that you wanna have basically once you turn 18 and onward, because um, something that people commonly don't know is after you turn 18, uh, your parents can no longer make decisions for you or even ask questions of your healthcare providers um, without your consent. And so you would need to name, for example, if you're a college student, you'd wanna name a parent um, or some other adult uh, to make those decisions if you, wouldn't, if you weren't able to make them yourself. Mm -hmm. I think these are sorts of things which, definitely it's better to sort out earlier than later i mean i personally have experienced this recently in the sense my my dad was trying to take care of his uh or started taking care of his um parent mm -hmm. in this sort of capacity and one thing that um he brought up with me was talking about getting a power of attorney for him and he's a very very young man actually <laughs> he had me when yeah. he was very young so he's in his early 50s so he, he doesn't really necessarily need this now but it's definitely come to light to him that the importance of this and now I would sure. say that the majority of our listeners are usually between like 21 to 35. So it's probably, they're probably in the same boat in the sense they're not really thinking about this, but is mm -hmm. there uh, an ideal age or time that you would recommend getting this done? Like you just mentioned, as soon as you turn 18, basically. Yeah. It's a good idea. It's an important thing just to have in place for peace of mind and protection. And that's one of the things that Gentrio wanted to solve is making this accessible for everyone. And so um, having all of those documents kind of at your fingertips in an easy to digest, easy to create way, um, people literally with our platform just walk through a survey style process and put in their individual information and individual needs. And then of course, if they have challenges along the way, they can work with our expert coaches um, to get more insight into how the documents work, why you would need one or the other. Um, like in the example of a will versus a trust, um, that's one thing where people with kind of more assets or wanting more privacy with their assets might go with a trust. It is a more complicated document, but um, that is one of those things, conversations that they'd have with the coach in order to, to do that. But kind of going back to your question, um, yeah, estate planning documents that you need pretty much at every stage of life would be a will 
support a trust, but primarily with your younger audience, a will, a healthcare proxy, and a power of attorney. And those documents have basically ensure that you're protected um, if something happens and you don't pass away, or if something happens and you do, and what happens with your assets um, and your choices, uh, regardless of how many assets you have, even mm. if you don't have much, uh, it's it's still something that you'd want to have control over. Because otherwise, I mean, they say like everyone has a will, they just don't know it. Um, and that's kind of the case. It's it's a little bit of a quirky saying, but um, it's true. If you don't have a will and you pass away, uh, the courts decide what happens. So you have no control, um, but they basically put together a will for you and determine what your next of kin is and, and they get it whether you'd want them to or not. Okay, I, I know I'm going to really put you on the spot on this one. Sure. <laughs> um, so no worries if you don't know the answers, but say in my okay. case, for example, obviously I'm, I'm British, so I, I can't necessarily sure. use the services. But for digital nomads, say if an American is living in another country and they have bank accounts in that country and mm -hmm. their assets are divided between like that country that they've lived, they live in and in the mm -hmm. US, is it all in is Gentro's like service all encompassing in the sense that it will be able to cover both sides in both the countries or will it just uh, pertain for the or focus on the US side of it? Would, yeah. Yeah, it would just protect their US assets in the state in which they they have those assets. Mm -hmm. um, so for example, if they left their car back home at their parents' place, that that car would be controlled by the the Gentrio will. Um, but for international assets, we don't we don't yet have that capacity now. Okay, cool. And now final question before we get to the techie stuff. I know I'm putting <laughs> you on the spot with this, but you mentioned no before about the the high price is obviously experienced by the, the founders. I'd be interested to know, like, what is the price point for this? Like, what, um, what, how much would your services cost if someone listening to this was interested in moving yeah, forward? Totally. And that's one of our key differentiators. Um, so for the Gentrio kind of base level plan, everything that everyone definitely needs, uh, that includes all documents. So will, trust, healthcare proxy, power of attorney, and pet documents, like a pet trust, pet power of attorney. Um, all of those documents for $100 for the first year. And that also includes an initial onboarding session with an expert coach to kind of help you walk you through the documents. Um, it includes uh, ongoing reminders if laws in your state change that may impact your documents and require an update. Uh, you can also access our third party network of uh, notaries public and state planning attorneys if you need extra help or if you uh, want to go and get your documents notarized and made official when you're done with them, or sorry, done creating them. Mm -hmm. um, so all of those services for $100 for the first year. And then we, uh, and that also includes access to the Gentrio Digital Vault, which we'll get into, um, and, uh, and the ability to, to store your documents and other informations like your uh, you, you know, life insurance policy, your Medicare ID card, uh, those sorts of things. Um, and share access to designated agents or loved ones that you choose. So if you designate your daughter as your healthcare proxy, you'd want to share that document with her using the Gentrio Digital Vault. Hopefully you're enjoying the show. And if you are, make sure you subscribe and never miss an episode. You can find us on all your usual podcast sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and a whole lot more including YouTube. And we want to hear what you think, so be sure to leave us a review. Just search Brains Bite Back wherever you get your podcasts.
And now I'd love to move on to the next question, which is exactly as you mentioned, the digital vault. Would you be able to share what this is? Yeah, so from the beginning, we wanted Gentry to be more than just a service to create your estate planning documents. Um, Estate planning for us is not just a one and done transaction, a will and other documents like that kind of change throughout your life. And so we wanted to create something that supported users on an ongoing basis. So we created the Digital Family Vault as a secure place to store your completed documents. And then we implemented the sharing feature to enable users to share those documents and any other information they store in the vault with their loved ones and agents. So this solves a couple of key challenges that people face when they already have an estate plan. Uh, For example, we have some users who come to us where they've already created their will or their healthcare proxy, and they just want a secure place to store and share it because um, many people typically store documents like their will in a safe or deposit box at a bank. And so they run into the struggle of if something happens, their loved ones have to scramble to either find or access those documents. So they don't necessarily have a key to the safe deposit box or they don't know the code to the safe and their mom's in the hospital and they'd rather be at their mom's bedside than scrambling to find these things. So it really makes things accessible, Um, but it's also secured with bank levels encryption so that you and the people you choose can access the documents from anywhere securely, as long as you have an internet connection. Fantastic. Uh, Yeah, that definitely seems to simplify a process much when it's needed. Um, I know my uh was it my grandmother passed away unfortunately uh last (laughs) year at the start of last year and even now my father's still dealing with um paperwork and it's it's incredible how long it takes and it's during one of the times of your life where it's like almost the most difficult to try and sort things out so i can completely understand the necessity of getting these things uh sorted sooner rather than yeah. Uh, later. Yeah. Renee and Julie, actually, their their father passed away last year as well. And um, he, of course, had everything set up with the Gentrio platform. So they had all the documents they need. And um, they wrote an article about it for our resource center, just kind of going into the story of like, this is a horrible thing to have happen, but it makes it so much easier for your loved ones when you have all of these documents in place so they know what your wishes are and there's less guilt, you know, mm. if you're if you're saying, okay, it's time to unplug them because that's what they wanted. Mm. Um, there's less to deal with there on an emotional side as well as just the stress, hassle and extensive cost um, if, for your loved ones if you don't have these documents in place. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd love to move on to something which I'm pretty sure our users would be interested to hear about because we are quite a techie show. So uh, <laughs> sure. I'd love to know, like, uh, can you also share how uh, Gentrio supports users who are dealing with crypto and other digital assets of this kind? Yeah, totally. So I think um, we have some unique challenges with digital assets, especially like storing them and providing access to them. And I think the the major challenges that people are looking at with regard to bequeathing digital assets um, like NFTs and cryptocurrency are awareness, access, and application. Um, and because on the access or sorry, awareness front, you really need to list your your digital assets so that your executor and the beneficiaries who are eventually going to receive them are aware of them. Um, so that's a major problem with crypto because people don't know it exists. It's so new. There's not a whole lot of awareness out there. And so finding whether your your loved one owned digital assets is a big deal. Um, you also, on the access front, you need to have a plan to provide secure access 
to your digital uh, wallet and private keys upon your death. And you need to equip your heirs with resources and trusted professionals that so that they can maximize the value of their inheritance. Because a lot of people like, you know, don't know much about NFTs or cryptocurrency. And so they may receive this benefit and then they don't know what to do with it. And they sell it for pennies on the dollar, or, you know, mm. those challenges. Um, so with the digital vault and what Gentrio can do is um, help with the, the storage and access part. So with traditional assets like your house or your car, you list them in your will or you list them on an asset list that's, that you reference in your will. And Gentrio's will preparation survey is set up to accommodate your digital assets in the same way. So you would just list your digital assets, not access to them, which we'll get mm. to in a minute. Um, but just listing them out so that the, the awareness to your executor and your beneficiaries is there. Um, this asset exists because <laughs> it's not you know, physical like a house mm -hmm. or car. Um, and then when you're dealing with crypto or NFTs, there's some extra steps to, to keep your digital assets secure. Because mm -hmm. as we know, like your private key controls the ownership of your digital asset. Mm -hmm. So you never want to include that private key in your asset list or in your will. And this is because your will becomes public record after it is probated, you know, made official after you pass away. Mm -hmm. um, it's a process that the courts go through to basically validate your will and give your executor the power to, um, to execute your wishes. So if you did list your private key in your will, anyone could essentially steal it. <laughs> you yeah. don't want to do that. Um, and when you have crypto or NFTs, the trick is to include them on your asset list with instructions for how to access that private key. So for example, I own Bitcoin and my private key is stored on a blue USB drive in the safe in my home office. Or like the private keys for my digital art NFTs are located on a cold storage hardware wallet that I keep in the locked top drawer in my desk. Something like that where you would say like, I have this asset and here's where to get that, that private key. But, and so your executor knows where it is, your beneficiaries know where it is, but they don't have access to it until you pass away. And then of course, you know, always using complex passwords and two-factor authentication to secure access to those digital assets. So making sure that stuff is set up on the digital wallet, um, all that. Yeah, no, it sounds very comprehensive. So I just have really one last thing that I'd love to go over with you. And um, I understand you have memorial videos. I'd love to know like how these work and what their purpose is. Yeah. So we added memorial videos to our platinum and diamond plans last fall. Um, and those are kind of like our second and third tier plans with a, a lot more support. There's um, some inclusions like uh, we'll, cover part of your uh, conversation with a, an estate planning attorney from our third party network, things like that. But the memorial videos are included there as well. Um, and this was because we saw an opportunity for our users to add more humanity and personality to their legacy using our platform. With a lot of the other things with our service, it's more you know, legal, we're setting up your documents, we're you know, helping you create a plan that gives you peace of mind and that helps too, but there's not much there as far as like, cultivating that ongoing story legacy that a lot of people want to have um, for their loved ones after they pass. So with the memorial video service, users can send us clips or images that they record on their phone and our media team produces a short video that the user can store in their digital vault or share with their executors so that it's delivered to the loved ones it's meant for upon the user's passing. So let me give you a personal example. Um, both of my grandmothers passed away in 2020 and each experience was super different. 
because um, one of my grandmothers had severe dementia, but my grandma Betty had capacity and she spent a lot of time preparing in her final months and the difference for all of us, like at her memorial service and all of that because she had done all this preparation was huge. So about a month before she passed away, she got my dad's help recording a few personal videos to her grandkids. And she read some of her favorite Bible verses in one video for my little sister. She even sang a special song that she used to sing as my sister was growing up. And Grandma Betty didn't have much of a singing voice, but these videos are a priceless treasure and a gift that she left for us, which meant more than any inheritance could have. Um, and so that's just kind of like one aspect of like making that available to people so that they can kind of create that legacy and pass on those memories and those stories. That's really beautiful. And yeah, and I think that it adds an element of humanity, like you mentioned to this, because it is sometimes difficult to talk about death or even to bring it up. Mm -hmm. Like um, when my dad mentioned about this sort of thing, um, my parents are separated. So when my dad mentioned about um, power of attorney, mm -hmm. I brought this up with my mum my stepfather but it was kind of difficult to bring up because you don't really want to say like hey so when you die um it, it's a really hard conversation to kind of have with someone but I really like the fact that this aspect of what you're doing has like a real human element and like you said it has a value which is beyond uh finances or anything like that yeah let's not just talk about your money let's talk about like what kind of legacy you want to leave what mm. kind of impact you want to leave for your loved ones and that yeah. kind of it also crosses you know back into having the plan in the first place and making sure that your loved ones are set up to focus on grieving you and not not focus on having to scramble and figure out what you would have wanted mm -hmm. now those are those are my questions i think we've covered quite a lot in this episode but if anyone is interested in reaching out with you personally or Gentrio, uh, potentially for your services, how can they do that? Yeah, so um, anyone can go to www.gentrio.com and uh, check out our website and learn more about our services. Uh, you can also sign up there and um, you're welcome to reach me at norell at gentrio.com. That's N-O-R-E-L-L-E at gentrio.com. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a, it's been a different episode from usual, but it's a conversation that I'm really glad I had. Yeah, it was great talking with you too, Sam. Thank you so much. Growing a company has many hurdles, from securing funding to expanding your business capabilities to ranking better on search. Each business challenge is uniquely complex. The solution to these challenges is growth-focused digital PR and marketing, and that's where our sponsor Publicize comes in. Publicize sets itself apart from traditional PR companies. It does not charge large retainers or churns out press releases whether you've got a newsworthy announcement or not. Publicize builds on your business's online presence and gets high quality PR and media coverage for startups and entrepreneurs who are priced out of a broken PR industry. And for a limited time only, exclusive to Brains Bite Back listeners, you can receive a social media assessment as part of your package for any tier of service at no extra charge with this special promotion. To find out more, visit publicize.co slash BBB. That's publicize.co slash BBB.
This is the end of today's show. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this and you want to hear more episodes just like it, then follow and subscribe to Brains Bite Back wherever you get your podcasts. We're also available on YouTube under the channel of our publication, The Sociable. Just search Brains Bite Back and you'll find all of our episodes there. We really love hearing what you have to say. So leave us a review on iTunes or on any other podcasting platform to let us know what you think. You can also reach out on Twitter at, at The Sociable. And finally, go to sociable.co where you can find all our episodes and plenty of articles on topics just like this. Thanks again for joining us and until next time, stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you.